Hello, hello, and welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcasts. I am Justin here for A Show 228 with my main man, Meals. We back. Black History Month's over. Euphoria is over. I'm here. I feel like I just came out of like a like a war. Why do you say that? Because this season, this season was 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 very like. This is the first time you kind of you, I kind of got into you know because it's built such a fan base. Mm-hmm. If you guys have if you guys haven't listened to Overly Medicated, definitely check that out on our RNC uh, Radio Watch channel. Uh, we just had our mid season, if you will, <laughs> finale. Um, but it, it you know you, you get into the fandom, that's tiring. You get into the arguments. That's tiring. You know the Euphoria fan page, Euphoria Source blocked me because I had negative opinions about the show. That's insane. Wait, did you actually like follow them or anything of the rather? Or they just blocked you off the strength of you really committing to c- critiquing this show in various ways? They, I never followed them. They never followed me. They actually had retweeted or like favorited the show. Oh, and, and then they must have heard it and me like, yo, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah and they blocked me and i was like it just it just got so deep and then like the war going on on both sides of the conversation about the finale and just the season itself and more really weird you know set on set stuff going on during the, the you know the 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 shooting of the show it's like this seemed like a mess and i feel like a lot of people didn't want to talk about it so like you know coming out from under it i'm glad that you know it's over I'm glad that we don't have to talk about it for another two years. And, you know, I'll, I'll see. Well, I'll reevaluate how I feel about it when we see season three. But if, if it was a lot this season. So let me ask you a question. Beyond the actual critique of the show that you have, um, did you enjoy the times that you did watch a show? Like, did you enjoy, like, dedicating an hour to it? Or do you really, truly feel like you just it was a big waste of time? I don't feel like it was a waste of time. Here's my thing about Overly Medicated and the show itself. I really love euphoria euphoria. or overly medicated or, or euphoria. Yeah. I I really (laughs) love, I felt like, you know, like this is just like, I felt like doing the show with Mark is my favorite thing, but I felt like there were a lot of times when I wasn't enjoying watching it, that it was hashing on him. You know what I'm saying? Like it it was like, I I was being harsh and you know, Mark's a really positive guy. (laughs) So I was like, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, I know you're 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 weighing down. You're you you were cutting his speed a little bit. Like I could yeah. feel, I could feel like the general, just like the overall. Because I'll say this with you: you have a very like a very strong opinion on things. Like so, it's easy for it to cut into like other people, and you you. I think you generally because you make a lot of great points and because you do a lot of things um you say a lot of things you can definitely generally warp people's perception of the show um now i do agree with a lot of the things that you said because quite frankly i mean ever since i started watching anime which is like somehow has got better writing than a lot of things that come out over stateside or something along those lines i'm like yo these stories are kind of like very like like some things just don't make sense and some things would be done in certain ways. And maybe it's my own kind of creative mind just kind of thinking like, yo, like I would do this this way. I would do this this way. Um, yeah. But overall, I try to like, so part of me goes in with like, I like Euphoria, despite all of its shortcomings. I like the idea of the show. I like the concept of the show. I, I enjoy sitting there and watching the show. I also enjoy, you know, listening to you guys the following next day. 
there's good stuff in it. There's good stuff to be had in it. There, there was at least of the eight episodes, at least four of them, I found something really good. I think this season has one of the best scenes of the series. But then you turn around and that person who was involved in that has no screen time. So her story was unresolved. And, you know, it, it, it's hard not to look at that and be kind of like bummed out about it. I'm just not going to lie. Like, it's hard not to look back at it and be like in the same way that like, if we look at 2K, a lot of the release people are, are in it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not, it's hard not to see that and be like, damn, I'm kind of bummed out. You know? That, I don't that, play 2K, so. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, it's, it's the same. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to relate, like. Make no, it, like, I know, I know, I know, I know what you're doing. It's like, you know. I don't know. It's like it's like a a a a a weird feeling of watching the show, really enjoying it. Waiting two years, we put our podcast on two years hiatus for this, where I said let's just wait and see what happens, and then it's it be this, and it's just like it, it it's kind of hashed me out for the week, man. I'm not gonna lie. Listen, go listen to overly medicated. Go support that podcast, and I'm sure they got you guys got plenty of things coming up. Can I tell you something that I heard on another podcast you do? That maybe, you know, it made me think, not even like think in a bad way, but I was like, huh, okay. So obviously you do the Black Print as well. Shout yeah. to the Black Print, you and Josh Pease. Very great show, very funny show, very refreshing show. I'll say that as well. Um, so you guys have started your Patreon. Yes. And... You said during this podcast, you was like, oh, my girl, you know, my girl became a patron, too. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> but the A show, like, does she not support the wrestling endeavors? Like, I, you know, I have a list of all the patrons that join here, too. I don't think oh, I've yeah. seen, I don't think I've seen your fiance. No, if I'm not trying to come at her strong, but I, I was also like, yo, do we not like. Hey, you know, does what? she not want to see us die eating a, you know, a devilish chip like. She absolutely wants to see us die eating the the demon chip, which, by mm. the way, I, I got my chip in. She absolutely she wants, wants to see us die doing it. But she that. wants to see it for free because she got the front row seat. Is that what you're exactly. saying? She's going to have the ice cream, the water, all of that stuff in line, ready to go. And I think that's where her support comes from. But she, I, I feel like she's new to the world with, with, with uh, a patron because you know what she did? She, she, she put the $5 down and said, okay, pay me back. And I said, wait, what? <laughs> you pay her back every week by loving her and supporting her and helping finance an entire wedding. So give her life. <laughs> Absolutely. Her life. Come on, man. She, well, had life. she gives me life too. So oh my you know, God. It is, it is what it is. Well but, um, I, I want to say a couple things because while I'm on the topic of Patreon, we do have some new patrons. Um yes. shout out to Lizard Man. It was just an amazing name. Shout out to you. I was like, which lizard man are you? <laughs> Shout out to Lizard Man. Shout out to Kel Lacey, who upgraded to Hall of Fame, which means we, we got to schedule these people for the show, by the way, because we got a lot of episodes. I'm sure everyone, it's WrestleMania season coming up. Everyone's excited. Everyone thinks. So, Kel, um, first of all, happy birthday, Kel, because today's your birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday um, to my mom. Happy birthday to my mom, too. It's your It's your mom's birthday? Yeah, today, the first. February. Oh, I was about to say. Oh, why did I think it was February twenty eighth? Still. Oh, shout out to March first birthday. You know whose also birthday it was yesterday. It was Tyrese Halliburton's birthday. He's a friend of the show. He's Hopefully. ducking us. He's not ducking us. He's he's an NBA player. What the? <laughs> he's ducking us. <laughs> he's an NBA player. Like 
just to keep it kind of open, you know, we've been reaching out to have him on the show and stuff like that. And I think last week, because it was All-Star Week, last week was the only window I was kind of certain of. But because he was traded in, like, late January something, he's been living out of, like, a hotel, essentially, that the team pays for. So during All-Star break, I mean, initially, you know, we want to say, oh, we could reach out, have him on the show and stuff like that. He had to go to Sacramento and get all his stuff (laughs) so he could move to Indiana, like, officially, officially. So I was like, you know what? I don't even want to, like, deal with it. And he's got – so I I wouldn't expect to see him on the show unless, you know, if the Pacers don't make the playoffs, um, at least May or something along those lines. But uh, If they don't make it, we'll both be chilling (laughs) because my teammate ain't making it either. So I mean, you might be playing. You know what I'm saying? Friend of the show. Come on on the show, bro. Stop ducking us, man. Lakers Lakers are kind of ass, but, you know, Knicks are really ass, so I can't even complain, to be honest. Like, like, listen, man. But y'all have a higher upside. Y'all have two of the (laughs) top ten players in the league, and we have Julius Randle and fucking... Don't matter. uh, Don't matter. Just leave us alone, bro. Shit. Like, damn. Like, I don't don't come at niggas when their team is trash. I don't. I don't come at niggas when their team is trash. Y'all be inventing new, like, Russell Westbrook be just, I was like, yo, what is going on there? Um, Because y'all got bad top 75, 70, NBA 75 ass players on y'all team, and good lord. Um, get, to it. get to it. No basketball talk on this. Okay. Um, What else could we talk about? I have, you know what? I thought I had a work-related question that I want to ask you, like an office hours-ass question. Oh, yeah. What is it? Um. Okay. So. Let's do this. Hopefully no one important listens to this. Um, what do you do? So this is Office Hours with J5. This is What do you do when, you know, you've been interviewing for this position necessarily and you interview for it and you don't hear back at all? Mm-hmm. Even when you ask for some sort of response, how long should you kind of take that radio silence before you just assume that they're no longer interested. Never assume. Never mm. assume. That because they always come back, especially at a certain level. I was interviewing for Netflix late last year. And um, we they would go for a, a month without hitting me up. And I would respond. I would, I would hit them up every week, every Monday. Following up. Following up. Following up. You, it ain't over until a nigga tell me it's over. And that's how everyone should, that's how everyone should take it. It is not over until they tell you that it's over. Mm. Um, I was also interviewing for for another company. I, I believe it was uh, Electronic Arts the year before that. And yay. Yay. And I was like, listen, I was I was persistent. I was like, hey, is there any other, you know, anything else you need from me? And it's like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, you know, we got something for you, blah, blah, blah. And I never let it happen until they said, okay, this person moved on from the position, so we're going to put this position on. Oh, never. Persistence is key to applying and interviewing. This process is 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 soul-crushing. Where I'm at right now, I actually didn't get the job at first. And they mm-hmm. called me back, which is like the rarest thing you could ever happen to you where they actually call you back and say, hey, you know, we got a position open for you now. That's never happened to me before. But that's not to say that it would never happen to anybody else. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, so persistence is definitely key never never ever assume that it's over until they say that it's over 
because there's a reason why they're all hitting you up. There's a pool of people that they actually always hit up. And in a lot of ways, persistence isn't a bad thing. If, if, if a company is mad at you being persistent because you want the job, th- that's on them. They can't be like, oh, nigga, this nigga thirsty. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, why don't you want somebody that wants to work for your bum ass company? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> like, persistence is never a bad thing. What's the worst they can say to you? No, there's a thousand places out here, especially right now where there's a work shortage. This is probably one of the craziest times. Like I, I've seen just, just in our discord alone, everyone's getting interviews right now. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone and, and shout out to everyone who's getting interviews. You know, I'm, I've been praying for you guys. Like, I hope you guys get it. Even just on the timeline, I'm seeing people going to interviews and, and, and wishing, you know, wishing people would give them luck. Like it's, it's out here right now. It's, it's a big, big, big moment for, for employment right now. So like take that opportunity and take the opportunity, but also be persistent. Like do not give up. And you know, it, it just, it's, it, I always like to say in due time, I know, I know you hate that meals, but it's like, it, it really is like that. This shit takes time. It really does. I'm not, I mean, I'm not really, I feel like something's coming my way anyway. I mean, this question was just a general question. Um, I mean, it definitely does thing to me, but also I feel like it's a bigger discussion worth having as well um, in a tinier discussion. Cause we got to talk about professional wrestling at some point, but yeah. um, no, definitely. I say persistence beats resistance almost every time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I definitely, it's the same way. Listen, when we got all these interviews, it's not because I just emailed the motherfuckers once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I me and I still got to email them and I'm still going to email them and I got it every Monday. They're going to see my ass unless they don't see my ass, but um, we're going to make it happen. And that's kind of, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a good, that's a good bit of advice. Persistence beats resistance. Be persistent in the things that you want. If you want it, you got to keep going at it, you know, take it. So I needed yeah. that. I need that. No problem. Um, I wanna, I, I'm going to keep that segment off of Patreon. I feel like people need to hear that this week. Yeah, of course. People needed to hear that. Let's let's actually just get into the news. Patreon, you're getting this early this week. Uh, meals will be off next week. Uh, so oh. we're going to have uh, we're going to have a special guest next week. Um. And I'm I'm just giving you guys a break because you have so much content. Uh, another another update: the season finale or legendary run is coming up by the end of the week. Uh, so that's that episode. That's episode four, Batista's 2005. Um, so don't worry if it doesn't if it didn't come out today. That's because it's on purpose. Because but what game. is but what is out is the XA Diaries. <laughs> yes, <laughs> listen. First 15 minutes of the show from this week, I had to cut it off. I said, y'all are wildin'. <laughs> what if, <all> right. <laughs> Listen, when you say, whenever you say A+, and if you guys don't know who A+, is, he's he's a uh, program director. Um, I forgot what radio station he works at, but he's been a, he has been a wrestling fan all of his life. He still watches it even when I don't think he watches it. He was also one of the, I, I think my original co-host for a show that was kind of like this, but not like this. Right. Uh, he, and we did a wrestling podcast together a long time ago. If you've been following me that long, and he is the master, uh, he's a historian, if you will. And, and I and I think that's what. Whenever you bring him, you know, you, you see a plus, and you bring him on your show, you're getting history, and you're getting where he was at that moment, at that exact moment. And that's why the, the first 15 minutes, I say, yeah, this is gonna be a classic. It was so good, man. I I never had some. I mean, I don't want to say I never had so much fun, but it was just one of those podcasts that you know you're about to have a lot of fun 
listening to and doing and also getting the historic thing of the period. If you were in 2002 or if you weren't in 2002, I would hope it's interesting if you weren't like alive or absorb any information from 2002 because whoo, like making the band and all this other stuff like that. Like it's a, it's a great listen. It's a great, like, I guess damn near two hours to this point. And we got another episode coming up. So next episode, we will be featuring the rewriters room on it. So all three of the family from the rewriters room will be on the next episode as we do the go home show for pretty much WrestleMania 18, which includes, do you remember this? I want to ask you if you remember this storyline, because you're going to be on a future episode at some point. Do you remember um, a dog named Lucy? Wasn't it uh, Perry Saturn's dog? No. This was... that's. He had a mop. It, Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> that was, and it was Moppy. Um, so Lucy was Triple H and Stephanie's bulldog. Oh, didn't, they, didn't they get eaten? No. It got ran over by a car. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they oh, were having... My. They were having... So they were getting a divorce. And somehow in this divorce, they're arguing about who gets the dog. <laughs> right before... On the go-home show to WrestleMania... <laughs> Oh my god! So yeah, you have that to look forward to. So at least you have that. <laughs> Y'all niggas want to say right now what ha- what's happening right now is terrible. <laughs> Think about what we lived through. I mean, even just the history part portion of this week's episode of the XA Diaries. I'm like, yo, niggas is really not watching. Like mm-hmm. they, people glorify that era. Like we, me and Cyrus had to watch uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Uh, which is also going, that's also going up this week. <laughs> By the way, there you go. Uh, I have more updates. I have more updates. Um, I'm going to be out of town this month as well. So, uh, Mills is going to be gone next week, and I'm going to have a special guest. I'm going to be gone the week after that because I'm going to be out of overseas. And so, me and Cyrus are actually recording spot callers early, and we're going to do. Uh, we're, we're gonna, there's going to be no voting because we just don't have. We don't. I'm going to be gone, <laughs> so we're not going to have time. So, um. We're going to do a, 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 I'm not sure what show it is yet, but we're going to tell you um, on Friday which show it's going to be. So, sorry. Where was I? <laughs> What's about to say? Some shit. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know. I I forgot. Somebody, somebody would be like, oh, you forgot to say the rest of the shit. But yeah, that is... That is the plan for March for this show and for what's coming up. So, Spot Callers is coming. The February edition is coming. And um, uh, Spot Callers, the show we're going to do this month is... I'm, I am like... Listen... I am deluged in wedding stuff, and I know it's no excuse. I love you guys. Trust me. Mm-hmm. It's nice that with the, with you guys. It is like game time, <laughs> and I'm I'm stressed, Mills. To, to say the least, I'm stressed. I I can assume. I can assume. Um, <laughs> uh, but you guys are still getting the content for me. It's just it's just this month. March is going to be crazy. So after this, it, I, I should be I should be fine. So let's get into the news. No holds barred. First up, this literally just happened. UFC, uh, UFC, ex-WWE performer, Cain Velasquez, booked on an attempted murder charge (laughs) after an alleged shooting. He was arrested in (laughs) in San Jose, uh, and law enforcement states that the former fighter was involved in a shooting in San Jose around 3 p.m. near a local high school. In the incident, one person was shot and another was arrested. Nothing further surrounding circumstances or the details ha- have been released. But uh, it, it turned out that he actually was uh, put in jail 
and they put his, his mugshot out early this morning and they confirmed that he was a, the suspect that was arrested. Um, and they're, and they're, they booked him on attempted murder. Yo, remember the Cain Velasquez era? <laughs> I was like, W. <laughs> remember I remember that. that. Remember I went to the 2K event, which also doubled as the press conference for Kane versus Brock in Saudi Arabia. And they both showed up and I was like, this is the most odd thing. What an odd period of time 2019 to really kind of 2021 WWE was. Like, uh, odd. I feel, I feel like her footing a little bit now, but this has been an odd two years for this company. So... It feels like the the type of collaboration that WWE would do back in the day of like let's get a legitimate legitimate fighter to do this, but realistically now I think with the current trend of things, people don't want to see legitimate fighters fighting anymore. <laughs> people don't want to see. We have a whole genre of boxing, of celebrity boxing that has somehow overtooken, over overtooken, overtaken, overtaken the genre of actual boxing as the most popular form of boxing i would rather see someone attempt to knock out a paul brother (laughs) than watch actual boxing um which is sad but hey listen meals knocking out a paul brother you got hands meals um why would you ask that first of all (laughs) Why would you ask that? <laughs> Bitch, I might. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ask that? Why would you would you want you trying to find out? <laughs> I'm so I'm I was so that's taken back so by that. I'm like, that's no one has ever asked me that on a podcast. I'm like, yo, do you have hands? I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Oh my god, dude. I'm just I you know, we're just having a conversation. Like, have you ever got to a fight? Yes and no. <laughs> You're the first New York person I know that, that hasn't gotten into like a hey yo done, I fucking smash. Cause I'm too old to fight. Like I'm too even when I was younger, like the fights that I would get into, I it would be like breaking up or something along those lines. Like I was not a serious fighter. I'm not a fighter person. Like I'm not a, a fight. Now I've been mad enough a couple of the last couple of years. I've definitely been like, yo. That's fight. Like, yeah, I feel like fucking somebody up. Like <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Sorry. I had TMZ <laughs> open. Sorry. I had TMZ open. <laughs> You know what? This segment has gone off the rails. This this is about a man who has attempted murder, who's also was, featured as a WWE superstar. Why was well? Well, here's the say. Here's here's one thing. He's not going to be in the the Hall of Fame. That's for damn sure. Uh, not if he gets charged. <laughs> How many other murderers that's, that's, are in the WWE Hall of Fame? There is a nigga on the Hall of Fame that has been impeached twice. <laughs> <laughs> there is a man in the Hall of Fame. Who murdered someone, had it kind of a little bit covered up, have their family members currently employed by the WWE, <laughs> and then <laughs> I guess just weren't uh, referenced anymore after such? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I want to see, see what happens with that. 
I mean, Kane. I mean, yeah, Kane Velasquez. I this this is a story that just kind of reminds us, like, yo, this man was actually like a fixture in WWE. And my only memory of him is, I think he got F fived in a medical room by Brock Lesnar along with Rey Mysterio. Like they, he F fived him onto the, like the doctor's table or something along those lines. Something ridiculous. And then we went to Saudi Arabia. He got his ass open a couple seconds. It was a terrible match, and we all moved on with our lives. And then he got let go. <laughs> well, he, it, it was it was really weird because he was injured when they actually like he when I remember when I was at the Los Angeles SmackDown, wink wink, his fucking knee brace was bigger than his jeans. Like it was he had his jeans bulging. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, next up, I guess we got to get to like the the you want to get to the big thing or you want to get to the thing that I think is gonna like we got we got a scoop a bit of a scoop. <clears throat> a scoop all right let's do this how should we tackle this as, as reputable journalists how do we tackle this scoop well <clears throat> obviously like just hearing it through the grapevine through certain people that i know sources um, say <laughs> sources hashtag sources tony khan has an announcement this week huge announcement um, i know <laughs> i know what you're thinking guys i know i know i know how many huge announcements does this guy have and is it an actual huge announcement or is it that he just signed one of the other wwe nxt releases i know but it's not (laughs) yeah it it isn't um it isn't that so i i heard this monday okay and um i I hear that the rumor is that tony khan is potentially going to buy roh and that's the announcement. Mm. Mm. Ring of Honor, Tony Khan potentially buying. Now, we talked about this a couple of months ago when yeah. ROH was up for sale and we laughed because where would all this ROH footage go? <laughs> yeah. I guess the YouTube page, he always has that. Well, I, I think that it's like, I feel two ways about it. Good for the people that will be able to have employment. For sure. Mm-hmm. But you have a roster that is huge right now. What, what how is that gonna work? But also, like, does he really want to be like the guy that like I'm the one who saved indie right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I feel like it, it, it's like it's a weird, it's a weird purchase to me if he wants to be like that wrestling guy. Cause I don't feel like it exactly like raises AEW up. I think it's just like a purchase where it's like this is a show that barely anybody really watched when it was on Sinclair, when it was on free TV. Right. And now you copped it and it's like, okay, who who's that who what audience is that for? Because it's still a bunch of guys on that roster that like, you know, people can say, Oh, they're gonna be superstars. It's like, I, I don't know. You know, because they're, they're not on TNT. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not on CBS or whatever. Like, are you are they are they gonna move over? Is this cause, cause I mean it makes sense though why he didn't sign Briscoe's already. It makes sense why he didn't sign all these people because he was probably he probably wants to keep them on ROH proper. But you know that's what I'm hearing. I I think that it's definitely going to be interesting. I know people are going to be like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. But I'm like, I, this raises a lot more questions than it does really answers. Like, what, what are they going to have a TV deal? Is that what what he's thinking? I mean, if he's that, got TV. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, if if he's gonna make a better honor club, that's not like fucking. $150 a year and we can we can watch old ROH. I think that's that's great. If he gets that tape library, 
I think we all expected him to get the tape library. I thought people were like, oh, Vince is going to buy I'm like, I don't think he gives a shit about that. But it also you know, makes I, it I, I mean, I guess not now. I think it was like five years ago and ROH was in a position to be sold. I think he would have bought it because of how much talent he had employed that came from pretty much ROH and how much NXT talent, how much WWE talent, how much everything. And the fact that they would show not only just their footage from time to time, but also feature a lot of the people backstage and, you know, just talking heads about where they come from. I could see them necessarily doing that. I don't think we're going to get that now, but we haven't really gotten any damn documentary on Peacock for fucking a couple months now. Um, But I could see, I could see them definitely like, you know, buying it in 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 honestly i don't know what they're gonna do with it yeah but i mean overall that's what i'm hearing i don't know anything about talent deals i'm guessing that'll be explained or, or whatever but it's like what do you think the perception will be meals of, of what tony khan's doing right now like is will this make him more of the uh indie wrestling messiah that they've already kind of painted him out to be so I think if the deal with ROH does go through or if there, you know, if there is one for sure, which I think, I mean, we've heard a lot of things before they actually happen. So I have no doubt that this is going <laughs> to, at least there, if it's not in discussion, if it's not happening, it was definitely in discussion or definitely put on the table. But I think Ring of Honor, for him to buy Ring of Honor at this point, I think it would just be, I think people would also have a lot more questions and answers. It's essentially, what are you doing with this talent? What are you doing with the IP of Ring of Honor? How do you, um, I guess, monetize it or use it to your benefit? Are you? Is this just going to be an ROH invasion and you just kind of wanted to use those guys in the show because he probably could have done that in a different way. Um, so it'll be interesting. I mean, I think the reception is going to be... I think it's going to be... I mean, the people who love AEW is going to say this is one of the best shit ever. But realistically, I feel like they never watch ROH anyway. Um, yeah. Stand but, up! Yeah. Stand up! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they didn't... Because, like, honestly, like, who was... Not a lot of people were watching ROH at the time that it went out of a uh, went out of yeah. the biz. And and what is it going to turn? What is he going to do if you still can't if you can't get over a million one point two million people to watch this? What like is this the third show? Is this just the third thing? Is it is it to be once again like how he said? Oh, I got all this money for NWA Power. Y'all should be thanking me. Is that one of them type of things where it's like he's the he's the you know the savior of this company? It's like. I don't know. It's weird. It's it's like you putting a lot of money into a video game and it's not out yet. It's it's, th- it's quiet. <laughs> it's quiet I, on that video game. I think considering how much I mean, to I, yeah, I really don't know to be honest with you because it's kind of all under one company. I would say like you can run ROH concurrently, but honestly, can he afford to? Um, <laughs> like, he's got more money than Vince. Remember he said he got more he, money than Vince. Yeah, I was like, can you afford to run ROH? A, a brand that was already working at a kind of deficit um, alongside your, I guess, your most popular brand in order to do what? Like, draw attention to where? So it'll be interesting to see what kind of goes on. Um, the future of ROH is up in the air. Um, some people speculating that, that, you know, ROH Superstar could... I mean, if there's a week to announce it, it's going to be before Revolution, I'm assuming. Yeah, which is on Sunday... Is it this Sunday? This Sunday. Or the next? No, it's... Wait, no. I My calendar is, like, way above. Um, 
this okay, Sunday, right? it's this Sunday. Yeah, it's this Sunday. So <clears throat> if there was a time to reveal any of this, it should be coming relatively soon um, to draw some attention. But yeah, I don't know what plans. We, we think in like businessman talk, he talks, he thinks in like what's going to be the best product for wrestling fans. So I'm not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what, what'll get me liked? <clears throat> By wrestling fans right now. What will get the yeah. computers puting? How about that? We're, we're again. We are clearly we are just speculating. I am just. This is just what I heard. I am not going off of like this is completely confirmed. But I. This is from someone who generally Mills knows is never wrong. And so like this is this is this is what I know. <clears throat> um. Next up, how we how we how we scoop AEW stuff and they don't even like us. <laughs> even like us even like us man whatever <laughs> one day one day you'll, you'll one day you'll, you'll focus. i think it's mostly war report man i think it's cyrus they got <laughs> you think it's cyrus that got us hated by yeah, I think it's probably you think it's cyrus i don't think I'm, it's cyrus shout out I'm to cyrus you. but i'm blaming you <laughs> i'm blaming cyrus <laughs> all right uh, two, uh wwe 2k22 uh releases early next week but uh we got the roster reveal a couple of days ago is it and, official uh, roster reveal or was it just like people on the internet revealed the roster it's official it's it's on the site now you have all of the characters on disc on day one over 30 released acts are in the game you got you got two versions of mia yim reckoning and mia yim <laughs> You got, you got hey. Van Dangles in the game. Uh, Keith Lee is in the game. Uh, Alexander Wolf is in the game. Alexander Wolf literally, was fired like a million years ago. <laughs> exactly. The only two people that are not in this game that were really that I, I could say like would it would be a, a big um a big addition or subtraction was Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan. I feel like once they once they left, WWE was like, all right, cut them. And Bray Bray's not in the game either. Mm. yeah i guess i mean <laughs> anything i mean are they i mean keith lee is in the game because i was about to say it's like i guess any big like aew stars wouldn't be in the game but not kyla riley's here too and well kyla riley's not really like big big he's not a big <laughs> but you tried you know. him <laughs> you tried him i tried but I, got, I tried i'm sorry i tried i tried <laughs> What what are you feeling about about the about you know two months later Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish? Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm glad Adam Cole is in the title program. Um, I'm he's glad. assuredly going to, he's assuredly going to lose. If they I, have he's going Adam to lose, Page, he's going to lose. If they have Adam Page drop the title, I'm about to cut the promo of promos. On these, let it play out long term storyline niggas over it. The, the lipos in Jacksonville. <laughs> but here's the thing I feel like would they put the title on Adam Cole so he could like face Kenny Omega for the title or something along those lines? Or do you just continue to have Adam Page just like, I'm the champion, but like I'm chill, I'm not even like the hottest program on the show? <laughs> like, he's probably like fourth. I haven't watched the show in a couple weeks, but he's probably like fourth on the, on the wrong. You're I'm pretty dude, sure that's due to watch. You gotta see if it's still trash. Where did the sky high Eve? Nah, Eve Eve got the right idea. He, that's the that's the that's the realest call. I'm a, I'm gonna check back after Revolution to okay. see what's good. I'm for sure not watching. I just got off of 
watching Euphoria for eight weeks, I'm for sure not watching more bullshit on my Sunday night. So, um, yeah, a lot of people like that. There was a big rumor that these people would be let go and and and, and off of the game, so to speak. And uh, it turns out it wasn't true, and, and that they're all still in the game. I'm pretty sure they have people in this game. Damn, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's a lot. It looks it's looking good. I'm not gonna lie, man. People are you know the people are getting their their jokes off. I really think 2K20 was like an aberration. And I think it's safe to say that it was until mm-hmm. before the game out. I mean, just the way that this looks, like 2K20 didn't even look the way that it, this game looks gameplay-wise. So, like, I, th- I think 2K20 was an aberration. I, d- I really do. I have no tr- I have no choice but to believe that what happened between Ukes and 2K, their divorce, so to speak, is really what caused it to be like that. So we'll see next week. Um, Trent Sevens in this game. That's crazy. Why not? Exactly. Well, uh, Walter, old Walter's in it. Probably the last time, the last time he's going to be in the game yeah. under that. They probably the change. You think they could change the name? Uh, no, because it kind of goes send into a, like send a firmware update or something. <laughs> it, it, it would be tough too because they probably already did all of the uh not the the announce files. The announce like uh Michael oh, Cole. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's probably already in the can and been in the can for a while. And also, like a lot of that ties into. This is the development pipeline of you got to change all of his files everywhere. So if Walter has a certain animation, and I'm not saying this is true, but like let's just say he has a certain animation where he falls differently than everybody else, they have to reprogram that in to the game, and that would you know that could break something else. So I'm is it it's just best for them to just leave it alone <laughs> right now and then fix it later when they can fix all these files. So um, I'm fine with Walter. I mean, everyone cheers his fucking name, chants his name to anyway. I, I love that they're ribbing on the on them chanting his name by him pronouncing how his name is spelled or, or said on nxt I, I like how they're, they're going about that good heel heat good for good for gunther i like that i like that anyway um this is this is another big thing man cesaro this came out of nowhere <laughs> this came out of nowhere on friday <laughs> cesaro let his uh his contract uh, expire and he quietly exited wwe this nigga ain't said nothing he ain't tweeted nothing. He ain't posted nothing. He just left, and he and he's and he's on his way. Um, a lot of people have 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 uh, been reporting that him and WWE could not come to an agreement on his new contract, which led to him basically expiring, same way that Johnny Gargano did, uh, same way Adam Cole did as well, and Kyle O'Reilly. So, uh, you know, they just they just kind of let it lapse, and and he and he left. And now, now, this isn't to say that he couldn't come back. I don't know why it's a foregone conclusion that people wouldn't think that he wouldn't go back. I'm I'm thinking that he's looking for a certain dollar figure that I don't think any other company could give him, and that's my opinion. So, first thing we got to talk about is a little bit of misinformation surrounding last year because it was it was reported that Cesaro re-signed a brand new spanking ass fresh ass dude deal. Yeah. So I was like, oh okay, you know he back. Listen, and he getting the world title shot. Of course he is. And then when he was released. I guess it was revealed that it was maybe only an extension. To which well, he wasn't, I, released. wasn't released. Not released, but le- he, it expired. Like the, he signed an extension. He might have been like, "Yo, I'm not really sure what I'm gonna do." So here's here's how I suspect this entire thing went down. He was approached with a brand new deal at some point late 2020, early 2021. He was not sure if he wanted to continue to stay long term, but he says, you know what? I'll give it one more year to see if I like things and how things are going. Now, WWE, to want to butter him up to keep him around, was like, oh, my nigga, 
WrestleMania singles match. Do the airplane spin, my guy. We're going to give you Seth Rollins. We're going to give you a hot program with that. And then we go double down. You're going to get Roman Reigns in your own special main event match for a pay-per-view. Yeah, it's just going to come back right afterwards. But still, you get the main event match. Like, you two. <laughs> still on the closing of the show um, against Roman Reigns. Um, so they gave him that. And then they were, WWE, I'm assuming it was like, yo, so don't you want to, like, sign? Don't you want to sign? There's more WrestleManias coming up. We got WrestleMania. It's about to be stupendous. And Cesaro's like, eh, he, you know, who knows if he's, like, talking to somebody. Daniel Bryan was like, yo, they lit over here. They let me do anything on this show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, do you know who Moriarty is? <laughs> I've just been wrestling whoever. Like, I literally, I put, like, I fill in my own booking sheet, and I just put a name there, and they book around that shit. So who knows if he was talking to one of them. Um, But he chose, I guess, not to, or they couldn't come to New Deal. He might have been also being like, yo, y'all gave Kev a big deal. Y'all gave Sammy a big deal. So Mm -hmm. I'm assuming they giving out bags. Mm -hmm. So he was like, yo, let me get a bag or two. And there is like, I don't know, Cesaro, you know. But to be honest with you, if I was Cesaro, I'd have been also like, yo, give me a bag. I've been here 10 years. 11. 11. I am the stalwart of whatever the fuck you throw me into. You want me to be tag team with Tyson Kidd? I'm there. You want me to be a tag team with Sheamus? I'm there. You want me to be in a tag team with Shinsuke Nakamura? I'm there. You want me to be in a ball-headed tag team with Ricochet? I am there. I do everything you ask me to. Yeah. Let me just get some bread. I I agree. I mean, know your know your worth. Um, know your worth. If if he if he's like he's here's the thing. He's not leaving because like he didn't get the title. He's not leaving because he's scared that they like uh big guys and he's a small. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that pussy shit that, that everybody else is leaving about. <laughs> that weak ass shit everybody else is leaving about. He wasn't shame. worried about that. He wasn't worried about that. He was worried. He was worried about. Hey, I just need a bag. I'm I'm grown. I'm getting old. I'm a, he, he what 41? He's like, listen, man, I do this however long. I don't lost teeth working with y'all. Facts. I'll do it. I'll do it some more. But they said, hey, uh, uh, we just paid Brock. <laughs> we gotta pay Ronda. Talk to us after Mania season, baby. We got a lot already. <laughs> and he was like, I can't wait for that shit. Because I know I'm about to be in some battle royal or some bullshit being thrown out by damn almost. So yeah. I'm a chill. I'm sure he was like, yo, I got plenty of bread in the tank. Yeah. I'm a he chill. To, he doesn't have to go anywhere. That's my whole thing about it is that like. He probably will, he, but he doesn't have to. Yes. Yeah, He doesn't have to go anywhere. He could do whatever he wants to do. And he absolutely should do whatever he wants to do. But I think, you know, and we always talk about this, where the, where the signals get crossed is when it's Cesaro deserved more. <laughs> Cesaro deserved better. And it's like, all right. Looking at wh- how long he's been there, what he's been through, what he's been able to c- accomplish, I look at it like, yo, he got his WrestleMania win, and he was featured on WrestleMania in a big match. They got time. To me, that's a, that's a that's something he can hang his hat on and be like, yo, I did that. He didn't go out looking like you know what I'm saying. He didn't look, go out looking stupid. Obviously, they weren't gonna they weren't they weren't gonna push him if he wasn't gonna resign. So like, I understand that, but like. I feel like I feel like Cesaro's run was was exactly where it was supposed to be. People were like world champion. I'm like, bro, he wasn't even a world champion. Already. I would have I would have liked if he was world champion, but yes, he was definitely like there's the, at any time during any part of the brand, there were at least like five people <laughs> bigger than Cesaro. Um, 
what I've loved him. I'm selfish because I love Cesaro. Like, love Cesaro. Like, yeah. you know, even from, I feel like anything that he put, you know, he was put into. I mean, it wasn't always the best. But you still want, I still cared to, like, watch Cesaro. Like, I'm not going to not watch Cesaro. So maybe I'm I'm learning now that I'm developing a bias towards Cesaro because I really did like Cesaro. Like, I, ha- I was like, yo, I have a shirt. I have all this other shit. I was like, damn, I really like Cesaro. Like, Cesaro's really, like, my guy. I'm very concerned about this release for him. Um, but I wouldn't say they, I mean, just judging the kind of company that WWE is, I wouldn't say they just mismanaged him and world champion stuff because WWE is going to do what's best for WWE. They're not doing what's best for fucking professional wrestling. This is a business. Um, yeah. <clears throat> now, I'll say Cesaro should be able to, if Cesaro does go anywhere, I mean, he should get a bag. He's been on national television for the last 10 years. Boy, boy Garrick Bischoff said it best. Uh, he said it best. He said he might want to just wait and go to Japan and do some other stuff and see what happens in AEW in a year, and not and not be a guy who debut right after a guy. And I was like, that's absolutely to me the smartest course of action for for Cesaro as a goal. And and he he New Japan up, but the thing is, is that Cesaro got a, he got a wife. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he has kids, but like, you know what I mean? Like he he, he got a he coffee got a shop. Of- he got at least a business that he run into. He might be straight to be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, he can't really he can't really go fuck with with, with Japan like that. So it's like it, it's very it's very slim pickings. Like Impact probably won't give him what he wants. You know what I'm saying? AEW probably will, but it's like look at what goes on. Like that. I said it in the chat last week or in the Discord. If you're not on our Discord, definitely sign up for the Patreon to get uh, access to it. But I said y'all are gonna y'all are gonna will him into AEW and then be right in this chat talking about what happened <laughs> because that's what happens with everyone that's been signed over there. Hey man, if Ricky Starks gets jumped by some random person that we don't find on Wednesday and we see a spot open in the golden Cheerio match. I'm just assuming Cesaro. Bruh. And then the six months later, like, dang, that was it. That was a good Christian run as in Christian, the wrestler run. That was, that was good. Listen, I don't want to hear it. I really don't want to hear it. The, the proof is in the pudding. Don't wish for that. Don't wish that on that man. Give us some time. Let him be. Give it yeah. some time, bro. See, see what happens. See how they treat uh, Keith Lee. Because anybody, anybody talking about? Anybody talking about? I mean, he in the be in the big ladder match. So I'm assuming he's gonna do a backflip, some cartwheel, some yeah. some crazy. Staring. Listen, man, he was staring up and down. He was staring, nigga, staring. Will Hobbs um, up and down. Will Hobbs, Powerhouse Will Hobbs. He's like, yo, this ain't oh Big E. Shit. Will <laughs> Will Hobbs put them next to each other, and I'm like, okay, one of them is a big boy, and one of them is a big boy. Moving on, uh, <laughs> Swerve uh, and Jeff Hardy, new signees to AEW. I'm guessing they'll they will debut. It's not confirmed, but it, yeah, it's pretty much confirmed. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that they will debut on uh, on Sunday. I think that's a, it's a foregone conclusion. I, uh, there is there is there is there like deal thing up? I don't know if Jeff Hardy's is Swerve might it be. Is. It is uh, his his thing was his his was Swerve's obviously is he's he's he uh he wrestled at Terminus uh last week so um yeah I, I would expect him to be at Revolution a lot of that a night of a, a night of debuts <laughs> uh, of debuts yeah <laughs> God bless what's the, ceiling, what's the ceiling for Swerve I I he still feels um, very much TNT champion. Talented. He's still a talented guy to me, but like a not a finished product. 
No, he's definitely not. But here's the thing. I also think, like, I think there needs to be, judging based on kind of his NXT run, it's like you got to, the creativity that he had, I do think he's creative, and I do think, like you said, that he's pretty good. He's just not a finished product yet. It needs to be fine-tuned and developed in a way. Like, it can't mm-hmm. just be his own machinations because I think he's one of those guys who bring, whose imagination and creativity go so far that it could go way off the spectrum and lose people. I think it needs mm-hmm. to be honed in. I think it needs to be, like, a developed product, for instance. It, to me, it kind of reminds me of, like, Aleister Black, right? Like, Aleister Black has these great ideas. But where does he fit in the course of this professional wrestling show? He's his yeah. own... You know, people talk about the Cody verse. It's the Aleister Black verse because because honestly, or Malachi Black at this point, um, he looks goofy. Yeah, he looks yeah, goofy. he doesn't fit in the context of the show. So you kind of got to get in where you fit. Like the only people who fit in the context of the show really are like white people. But um, <laughs> and you know the one, the wrestling ones. You know what I'm saying? You, you the ones who fit in the show. Adam Cole somehow smooth like butter just slipped right in. You know what I'm saying? Um. Kenny Omega, just right in, just fit in there. It's like, yo, don't even get your feet wet. Just jump right in, you know? Um, but certain people just don't fit. When you have these creative minds and these creative gimmicks, like, if you if they're not even given time to develop, they don't even fit in the show. So, right. I, I, you know, I, ho- I wish the best for him. I assume he's going to be, considering who his friends are in the show, I'm assuming he'll be I. You know, over the last couple of months, he's been posing up with Sammy Guevara. He's been posing up with um, what's my man's name? Little skateboard kid, um, oh, Darby. Yeah. Darby <laughs> Allen. Even yeah. he's been posted up with them, so I'm assuming he's gonna be all right. I assume he'll be, he'll be all right. I just don't. He didn't really move me till his whole his whole thing changed. His whole like he went heel and all that stuff. I like the crazy version of him. And then like hit row happened. I'm telling you, the thing things changed for me when he started when he rapped that one night on nxt and i said wait a minute <laughs> i said <laughs> i like the the way it looked and then i was like no, the rapping killed it for me so i hope he's not rapping if i hope starts rapping, yeah. i hope i hope neither it's if it's over so uh that is no holds barred and after the break we're going to get into smackdown and in a very build up wink wink something's going to happen next week edition of raw right after the break but once a man a few words <laughs> I'm happy you accept, because I've wanted this match for a long time. You've wanted this match for a long time. And clearly, you've all wanted this match for a long time. But I tell you what, AJ. I want the bulldog, AJ. I don't want the guy who's been playing tag team to almost for the last year. Opportunist strikes again. The rated R superstar battering the phenomenal one. Listen, man, <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you right now, Edge will more than likely be in the top five wrestlers of the year by the end of this year. Andrew really got a hard on for WrestleMania. The man got he gotta be there. <laughs> <laughs> by any means necessary i feel like even last year it was like he was just tight because daniel bryan was trying to fit get in where you fit in i was like my my nigga like 
stop like you really listen nine years bro (laughs) but listen like he's he's better than he's ever been to me right now Mm -hmm. better than he's ever been that was that in segment on Raw was one of the best beatdowns I've ever I've seen him ever do, and one of the best beatdowns they've done. They actually ended Raw on something on somewhat of a shocker, like it, it actually like it, it made it made sense. Like I, I liked it a lot. So we're gonna talk about Raw in that fantastic Edge segment. Uh, after we talk about SmackDown, mm. which had a really good had a really good Brock and Roman segment, and it was just a weird show altogether. Like SmackDown is just kind of like just get us to the show. <laughs> just get us to the show. Don't ha- it don't have enough players, yo. It really don't. Like it, it just doesn't. Like it need you need more. Like when we talk about that late 2020, 21 SmackDown, sorry, late two thousand twenty one SmackDown. It had everybody, bro. Like SmackDown was a show that you don't have enough time to do everything, so you need to have people who are flexible and be able to prevent to be able to present different type, you know, types of them. They could do segments. They can do ring, in-ring matches. They could be on the show for five seconds and still have an impact. SmackDown mm-hmm. does not have that at all. It's very slim pickings. Um, first things first, we got to talk about this. Your homegirl showed back up. Sasha? Big Sasha. She's she back peeked at her work. Out. She picked her head out and said, no jobs? All right, I'm uh, back. <laughs> <laughs> She's back. Listen, she's back, and our girl Naomi is going to help her get her first WrestleMania win ever. Because, to be honest with you, this was something in the back of my head when everyone was saying, yo, what's up for Sasha? Usually when people are like, yo, what's this person going to do, especially if it's a woman, it means they're probably going to team up with somebody. Because <laughs> we ain't got no ideas. Um, so... They announced, or Naomi announced, Naomi was on commentary during this match for whatever reason. Beat up Shotzi. Shotzi, turn face. It's not working. Figure it out. <laughs> they well, need a... She announced that she had been going through some, obviously her, her dad passed away, but she said she'd also been having like some lower, but she was like on a on a massage or a chiropractor's YouTube mm. and said you had been having lower back problems for quite some time, so... Um, I would imagine that's what's kind of keeping her. She looked good there, though. She looked good in the in the match against. Don't say that too loud. Don't say that too loud. <laughs> just, just, just be like you uh, know, you know, just bumps. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think the Naomi, Naomi, Sasha Banks. I mean, if they're gonna be, if you're gonna do something, make history while doing it. Because if they can become the first, you know black women's tag team champion something that has i mean it's only been done in impact but you're talking about in wwe but if they can become that oh i'm sure actually what's her face from impact must be sick who's in aew right now what's her face uh uh damn not talking steals (laughs) kara hogan kara hogan kara hogan oh she must be sick if they get the first black women's tag team moniker she's gonna be sick she's gonna be like ah excuse me hi hello (laughs) um (laughs) Not actually. <laughs> Y'all don't be hating on me. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, yeah, if you can't do much for Mania because a lot of things are like, yo, well, what's Sasha going to do? Make history. Sasha Banks, Naomi. I'm not mad at it at all. Because where's yeah. Zelina and Carmella been, to be honest with you? And first of all, they don't even show up on SmackDown, which is wild. If you're not going to have them booked on Raw to do anything, at least have them show up on SmackDown. 
Carmella um, getting a whole different Carmella getting a whole different bag right now. She like, getting a I respect, bag. <laughs> I respect her having a show where she talks about things that we don't want to know about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, girl, who asked what is? I listen, I, I'm all for being body positive and I love that she's happy with Corey Graves. That is fantastic. I'm so happy for you. I do not care about y'all's sex life. I really no, don't. This is why they put it on WWE's YouTube. I'm like, yo. Y'all figured that out on another YouTube I don't gotta subscribe to. <laughs> don't 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 fit it in between, you know, top ten on Friday night SmackDowns and Bianca Belair's best moments and shit like that. Like, uh nah. Don't. Let me see what let me see what the first episode is wedged between. <clears throat> let me see. Let me see. Uh well actually it's like more than one clip. It's like an eleven minute clip and a nine minute clip. I'm guessing because they don't want to go over a certain amount for algorithm purposes. Mm-hmm. But um it is in between okay, so Oscar for versus boredom, Charlotte for Flair. boredom purposes. Oscar Oscar versus Charlotte Flair is directly before it and directly after is Ronda Rousey canvas to canvas. <laughs> hey. Hey, listen. Hey. Get it how you can. Just don't let yeah. this be the reason why, you know? <laughs> and then there's another clip. Uh there's a great ball of fire match between Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks. And right after it is uh Roman Reigns tries to nail down just one WrestleMania moment that he's had. Yeah. <sighs> well, God bless him, you know. Um God God bless, Godspeed. Uh Ricochet. It's been reported that he's now considered the tum- the number 2 babyface on SmackDown by process of elimination because Cesaro is gone. <laughs> that is wild AF. First of all, um I guess number 1 would be Drew McIntyre. I'm assuming <laughs> Yes, he is. He's the number one baby face on the show. Uh, well, push him like a damn baby face. What the hell is wrong with y'all people, man? It got Drew on the wildest holding pattern because it's so clear and obvious that that Roman and Drew is going to happen again, and it's probably going to be like your summer program. But Yo, like, what if Roman happen- don't fuck with Drew? What if that? I'm not saying that's going to happen. But what if you don't fuck with Drew? Because it don't make no sense how this ain't happened. We've had a year. <laughs> you had to. You had to. You had, I, I think when, as circumstances opened up, such as crowds coming back and, and Brock coming back and, you know, him being more willing to have an active role in the company again, I think as circumstances opened up, you kind of had to do this. Like, I, do I think that Drew and Roman could have effectively man-evented, um, I mean, you know, one of the WrestleMania nights? Sure, but it probably wouldn't have been the biggest match of the, of, of the show. Like, this is a bigger match than that. Yeah. No, Brock and right. Roman is question that I, I like i think drew and roman you can do you can go to it at any time i mean they work together a lot i think that really what you want to do is kind of get drew back in have him say oh this is which is hilarious to say this but he's the guy who beat baron corbin who was undefeated and like that's kind of be your your thing and and that's fine or whatever but um i'm, I'm gonna wait and see I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this one play out with drew because i do think i do think uh karma's gonna come back around to uh put him back into the title picture but I mean, they really got to figure out what, they, what they're what they going to do after this is over because Brock, realistically, is not going to be on that show and nor is he going to be on Raw. And I think Raw is more set up to have a, a big figure on the show than SmackDown is right now. No, absolutely. Well, what do you think about, since we're speaking about that big-ass world championship match that we have for WrestleMania, what do you think about them now changing it to a unification match? We've seen it. Winner take all. We've seen it. Uh, we, we saw it, what, three years ago? Becky? No, nah, it's it. not winner take all. It's unification. I feel like that's what that's just what they're saying it is. There's not going to be I feel like there's if there is just one belt, 
that would mean are, are they gonna bring the are they gonna cheat and give Roman the WWE title, abs- like like absorbing the Universal and then making the the uh, the new Raw title the NBC Universal <laughs> title? That would be crazy AF. Um, I hope not. But yeah, I <laughs> mean, yeah. <laughs> the NBC, like, think about it. Like, it makes sense. Peacock. I, I, Peacock I, can see that, chip. I can see that only being a thing if they really wanted to, um, if they really wanted to uh, give Roman the lineage of the WWE title and then have his reign moved over to that. I think that would be the only reason they would do that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't really expect. Like, to be honest, I don't really expect it to be. Both shows are going to have a belt, is what I'm yeah. assuming. Whether it happens, whether they make a new belt or something, or it just doesn't work out, or there's a dis- imagine a disqualification finish at the end of fucking WrestleMania. Um, they do it. They would do it. <laughs> do, not, do not put it past these niggas. They would do it. Everyone would be pissed. But you cannot be pissed if you do not expect that they will not do things. They will absolutely do that shit and not feel bad about it. So just just think about it. Um, what else happened on SmackDown? Um, oh, I was talking about Ricochet. I was talking about Ricochet. Um, yeah, Sami Zayn to 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 be to be um to be more fair, uh, having a celebration. Um, Johnny Knoxville comes out. Looks to be the Johnny Knoxville and Sammy is a thing. But Ricochet has a title match on Friday. Uh, he he he, you know, basically went he took Sammy to task about being a fighting champion and said, "Hey, if you're a fighting champion, face me on Friday." Now I don't see Ricochet winning, but strangely, I do see him playing into this Johnny Knoxville stuff more than more than just this week if he's going to be the number two babyface. But we'll see. I feel like, yeah, he's probably not going to win, but I want him to win. How about that? I really I do. think he'll. Get it. I think he'll get it after Mania. <sighs> If they want to do that. Okay. He'd look good with the belt. He would he would look good with the belt. They right, like he was they need to listen. They need to stop playing. Cause right. he's he's good. And you know, despite people say, Oh, you're not connection on the mic, he is something that is like out of this world athletic, where I feel like time after time again, he's managed to um amaze, wow, and win over crowds with just his athleticism. Like but just, you know what? Go ahead. You know what I'm saying now? He's going away from. I feel like they they they're changing his style too, where he's going away from all of the indie riffic stuff that that people really love. But like they still love him. Be clear, he still does enough. Yeah. Where where like just through his selling, just through some of the things that he does. But you know they did away with the six thirty. It did that. Like, he has a new, a completely new move. Like they they're they're moving him to a more grounded character. I think he's a better talker, man. I, I do think in in a lot of aspects he has improved. But like you said, they need to shit or get off the pot with him. Like I know right. he's not gonna, I know he's not gonna win on Friday. But if you put him in a position where you can feel like he can succeed, just let him sink or swim. You I know what feel I'm like, I I feel like just to, sorry to cut you off, but I feel like just that move thing is because he's so good. You don't want to normalize it. Yeah. All these things. You don't want to normalize the 630. That is an awe-inspiring move. You don't necessarily want to normalize that move where it's like something you expect every time to the point you get sick of it. It was, right. I think, ruin his stock. So, yeah. And, he and also, does, also, yeah. also ruin his body, too. Like, I, I think you want to lead. Like, Seth Rollins doing the Phoenix Flash, that's an event. Like, we know he's going to bust it out, but the way that he times it is, is perfect. You know what I mean? Like, a 630 should be the Ricochet's nuclear option, so to speak. Absolutely. Like it, it should be it should be like his final like this ain't putting him down this got to put him down you know what i mean and 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 again like 
I think the Sammy Sammy's fantastic. Johnny Knoxville obviously is game for anything. I think he actually works really well in in, in this environment as well, because uh, he's also an actor. So of course he understands it, and also a stuntman too. So he understands all of, all of this process. But um, get Ricochet in the game, man. Like I understand the, the celebrity part of it. I think it'll be a really funny match. But get Ricochet in the game, man. Just, Absolutely, just do it. Um, Ronda and Charlotte. Is it me? This feels this feels like it has less heat than like Becky and Bianca does. Oh, it absolutely does. People are not invested in this feud. Like, and the thing is, are they tired of are they tired of Charlotte, or is it the way Ronda is being presented? That's my I don't big question. Think, I don't think it's the way Ronda is at all. I think they're mm-hmm. tired of Charlotte. I think they're, yep. and I think just in general, the way they book her, it's 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 similar to like pre pre. Um, Roman before he returned. Um, okay. Where I think he's uh, he's just you know he's being given the opportunity because he's Roman, and it doesn't feel like he earned it. It doesn't feel like the character's gotten over. It doesn't feel like he went through the fire. It doesn't feel like anything. And I think the same thing is Charlotte. You know, Charlotte is only champion because she's Charlotte Flair, and yeah, she's good. Don't get me wrong. We biggest Charlotte stands ever. Like she can go. Um. But it's not – this isn't going to sustain. This can't sustain for that long. Like, you can't keep going back to the well and doing this. And you, it's the same thing with Ronda Rousey. Like, people are expecting, like, oh, Ronda will win or even Charlotte will win. But, like, what really changes if either of them wins? Um, what do we expect? What gratification do we get if either one wins? Ronda Rousey's getting the title shot because she's Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair is a champion because she's Charlotte Flair. Right. Whereas – Becky Lynch, you know that she's a scrappy, you know, Irish who has scrounded her way to the top once more and managed to stay there. And Bianca Belair has absolutely busted her ass for the last number of years and is actually yep. likable. So, yeah. And Becky is, is actually getting over as, as an unlikable heel. Like she's actually getting over as someone that people cannot stand and is 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 consistent in that. So. Yeah, I, I really don't think it's a Ronda problem. I, as much as people on, on Twitter would, would, would like you to think that it is, I, I mean, she's getting great reactions. I think that when Charlotte comes out, she's, like, getting nothing. She got nothing from that crowd on Friday. Like, yeah, and I think and I think Ronda, I mean, just based on her videos on her YouTube, she's very self-aware of how she can trick, even to a detriment, I think. Um, yeah. I think at some point she's even too self-aware to the point where she feels like they're going to boo me, so why even do any of this? Like, they're going to do this, like – when she had the video, she came out and like pretty much tried to turn on the crowd before they could like really enjoy her because she felt like they were going to boo her anyway. But I think you got to take yourself out of the moment of like, you know, what works best for you and tries to work towards the crowd. Like, I think if she used that energy, um, making her character work as opposed to trying to figure out like, how can I, up them because I know they're going to boo me, she would probably get cheered. Yeah. So. Last segment, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. This is the most we talked about SmackDown in a while. Um, yeah. I thought, it, I thought it was, it was, it was great to the point all we needed, but it also felt like a segment that was built for the video package. Like all the shit they were saying was for the video package. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> I mean, I forgot what they said, but nah, I no Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns dialogue, especially. This camera yes. is mine. Everything own, belongs yeah, to they're, me. <laughs> they're, playing, they're playing up the megalomania of him and how he's, you know, his ego has, has you know, become all encompassing. They don't pay it off, though, which is my 
it's just the only thing I truly loved about the Seth thing is how there was a vulnerability and like um, Roman Reigns actually think because they don't play it off of like this guy, like his ego should eventually trounce him one day. I just feel like, yeah, they should, I don't know, man. Like they should just, they need to play off that a little bit more and they need to like play into Roman Reigns megalomaniac side and actually like come up with an actual story towards this. Cause it's uh, at this point, it's getting out of control. He's going to be unbeaten like forever. And ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And I don't really want that to be, I guess, the legacy of his character. I do want him to be taken over at some point. But, hey, WrestleMania, right? Stupendous. That uh, Listen, I keep telling people, it's it's really not up to us to, to book this shit. They've, they've booked themselves into this corner. Let them work their way out of it. Like, I, I think that even when we predict this show, I'm going to predict it right as what we see it. Whatever happens after, that's on y'all. Like y'all booked yourselves into this. If y'all have if y'all have something coming for this, a new generation, new story to go into twenty twenty two, but I'm I'm all I'm all in to see to see what what it is. But as far as trying to figure out what y'all about to do, nah, <laughs> nah, I'm good, bro. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not fantasy booking this one. Y'all got it. <laughs> y'all got it. Uh, let's get into Raw, which I felt this Raw was very much. Uh, tune in next week for the real shit. <laughs> <laughs> really i mean okay well, let me see let me look did you back like what happened. Did, you, did you like it or did, or was it like am you i wilding i'm i don't even remember if i liked it yo raw is such a blur to be honest with you to be really real with you raw is such a blur every week because it's three hours i and and the fact that it's so like match heavy as well so i remember enjoying obviously the opening segment of kevin owens coming out with his hat to the side i thought that was hilarious i thought this man is funny um and then alpha academy truly coming into their i mean not really coming into their own but you know continued great success with alpha academy the fact that chad gable is a major part of the show is wow you know yeah yeah we've been waiting Uh, for it it's it's it's, time yeah and and you know they had a great tag team match to open the show but i feel like this is kind of like on port on par the course but I mean, it's not that it's bad. It's just like it's just shit I expect. I don't know. You should expect greatness from 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 these guys. Because I like to the- be. I like to be. Uh, from time to time, I like to not know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. And there was. I mean, the, them losing the match. I I think a lot of like wrestling reviewers are like, "Why did they do this?" But it's like you're really trying to get over the fact that that Seth and Kevin are on on a high. So that when they eventually lose, which I think is going to happen next week, that you're left thinking, oh, my God, they had all the momentum. What are they going to do for WrestleMania? And then, boom, you get your your answers. Mm-hmm. For Kevin, I'm not I'm not sure you'll get that on Raw. I'm pretty sure you'll get it on the actual show. I'm, I'm 100% sure of that. I think he'll just show up, and that's when it's going to happen. Because right. you don't want to... Do you want to reveal that this is going to happen and just give people a moment? Or... Do you want to like I, I think I asked it last week. It's like I, I really think that Seth will definitely get his opponent and that will happen on Raw. It's K- KO, I'm not so sure. I think it's gonna be up to literally that show, like John Cena was against Undertaker that one time. Right. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But they beat the Alpha Academy, giving them more hashtag momentum going into the show. Uh what else happened on Raw? We had a lot of shit happen. Uh we um, had the six- Woman tag, six woman tag. I'm about to just say that. Um, the ladies hashtag the ladies showing out Bianca Belair with big main character energy. Um, 
completely overtaking any Ray Ripley is just like, yeah, I guess I'll go along with whatever we're doing right now. Um, <laughs> Liv Morgan's like, I'm cool with just being here for the ride. Um, they, the hair whip. I like that. They didn't save it for mania. Cause a- it, show, it, sh- it shows that she's a threat regardless of, you know, from, from all aspects. And I just think they're going to do something else. I feel like, I feel like Becky is like, yo, let's not even wait to do the hair whip thing. Let's get it out the way. Let's make it a major part of this. And let's kind of like rework how we're going to actually do this. So I think we're going to get something a little bit different. I'm glad they didn't save it for Mania, but we still get to see um, how hungry and how Bianca Belair is pretty much like fed up at this mm-hmm. point with, with with Becky. Like she's fed I up. Really, I really think the step needs to be either there must be a winner Last time, like if like if Bianca wins, her and Becky can't face each other for the title as long as one of them has it. Like there has to be some type of step, even if it's like a because we've seen them go at it before. We've seen Becky try and cheat, you know, and and and, and beat Bianca by cheating. Like I really want to see. Not all of these matches need to be regular ass match. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like something needs, to, and I think that was what that was my only kind of qualm with last year's WrestleMania is that all of it was regular ass match and. I, I think they need to actually add some stakes here. Like I, I I'm pretty sure that Sammy and Je- and 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 Knoxville is probably going to be like a jackass match or some shit. <laughs> but that would be sick. Would well, what about well, what about our rumored match? So we left this out of rumor mill. But Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. How that mm-hmm. happens, I'm not, bruh. I'm going to be sitting there on Thursday just like everybody else because I don't know how this happens or anything of the rather. Uh, I feel like, and and this was a this was a news report from John Pollock over at Post Wrestling. He had heard about it and announced it damn near right after it was announced that Vince was going to be on the McAfee show, which it was kind of whack. It was kind of whack. I'm I'm gonna admit it was kind of whack. Like I would have liked for this to be a surprise. You know what I mean? Sure. And we all I got we all got a scoop though. <laughs> we all got to exactly. get the scoops though. I would have liked for it to be maybe give it away the day before or the day of or something like that like you know what i mean like i just feel like this is such a thing because because i don't even think he got the full thing right like it does really look like from what happened on raw that it's going to be austin theory in his place mm-hmm. or it's going to be austin theory doing something of the, of, of, of the sort because he said he's going to be there too so i'm already good the thing is like we were we were excited about this interview because we're like what is he going to talk about and now we already know that it's going to he's probably not going to talk about anything it's probably going to be all the work and that's why i'm upset that he that he spoiled it yeah, I agree. You ruined another great interview. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, like I want to hear him talk about certain stuff, and 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 I think that that you know we're we're coming off of Brock and Pat, which was to me one of my favorite interviews so far this year. Right. And then we get Vince McMahon and say, oh, he's gonna he's gonna you know, you know he's gonna he's gonna say more stuff, and we don't we're not gonna get that. We're gonna get whatever this this is. Listen, Pat can go. Vince, one of the greatest in ring performers of our time. <laughs> Vince is old as fuck. So he's, I mean, I'm sure he's in great shape, but he's old as hell. So I wouldn't even put the, I, I, I just put Austin Theory in the match. <laughs> That's no. what I would say. Um, What else happened on Raw? Uh, a lot of stuff happened on Raw. We also had uh, Reggie forsaking us on the last day of Black History Month. Well, that's been his energy the entire time. I, I'll be honest. Like, 
And that's honestly been the timeline's entire energy the entire time. Did you see Nikita Lyons on fucking NXT? That's the the entire timeline wanted to completely collapse, but they were just like, it's Black History Month. It's Black History Month. Only one more week. <laughs> so what happens if it's Black History Month? You got a damn, you got a, a white wife. Are you supposed to just divorce her for the month? I don't know. I guess they didn't want to thirst on the timeline over a very thick white woman. Yeah. Randy Orton looked to get injured uh, off of a splash from Montez Ford. Hope he's okay. I think I think he's fine. According to um, Montez, I think he's fine. He says uh, he says he put a tweet out a couple hours ago and just like uh, night fine, wife fine, everybody's fine. Something along those lines. Life is good. Something along those lines. Um, so I think he's good. I do think they were supposed to win, though. I do think the Proffers were supposed to win because Riddle was not even in position <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to to save the pin and the 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 whole um, Dawkins thing. I think they're setting up Dawkins to be the challengers after Mania, obviously. Which would be good because it looks like they ain't been doing shit for how many how long? <laughs> they yeah. they just been the middleman. It's like oh, we need to put someone over, but everybody got to do that at some point. So yeah, Finn Balor, Damian Priest solid little 10 minute sprint there. I, I dug it a lot. Balor and Priest have fantastic energy. I said last week that Finn was going to win this title and he did win this title this week. You had to, you had to do the title turn here. I, I think that as much as I like Damian Priest, he was not doing much with this. They had him beat everybody in the world and it just felt like he wasn't picking up the type of traction that I feel like they probably wanted him to. And Finn Balor, you can give him any title and he's going to, he's going to get over with it. So, um, he him the title makes me realize how ugly that title fucking is. Like <laughs> that title's so big and gaudy for no, but it's American. Yeah, yeah it's true. It is American. It's, it's American, man. It's American. That's 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 the type of shit we like. Uh, he turns heel right after. I'm guessing we're going to get them at WrestleMania. Someone asked, I believe it was uh, it was Jeff on Twitter, say, "Oh, are we going to get the demon?" It really, to me, looks like they're going away from the the bad Damien, good Damien thing. I feel, I feel like they completely scrapped it and are just going to go full on with him being bad Damien, which I'm fine with. I felt like he was really good as a heel in NXT. I feel like as a babyface, he was struggling next to other babyfaces on uh, on Raw because they just they just had better. But it's like this show is now so heel dependent that we really need some strong babyfaces. And Finn with the title, I think, is is a good idea as long as they they do right by him and you know have him actually be a baby face that that wins you know right no you're absolutely right i mean i i agree they're running they're definitely running this back at wrestlemania i think finn gets 2-0 on damian priest and he goes on to possibly champa after after wrestlemania i think i think they'll start giving him the workhorse people I bring Apollo Cruz out, please. Where has he been at? Like, get some of these people back on TV. I think Finn is the guy that'll be able to do that for you. But uh, Priest and, and Balor looks to be uh, the the big one for this uh, for this show. Tommaso Ciampa showed up. Hey, applause to him, man. He's trying. Applause yeah, man. to him. Listen, He's trying. Beard has died, bro. Like, come on. And he looks good out there. He looks like he belongs out there. And. People are going to talk about his the music change and all of that stuff. He actually went on Instagram this morning and said, you know, I'm okay with the music. This is what the music means to me. As he should. You better say that shit. <laughs> Listen, I, I, 
I don't give a fuck about that music. This is a guy who came out to silence at one point in NXT for months. Yeah, the music doesn't matter. The music is even more now. The music is now a sign of like he's here. Like just exactly. let him cook. Like he's been in NXT for this damn long. We never thought we'd get him on the main roster. If he's here, if they change his music, so whatever at this point because he's here at this point. I'm I'm I don't give a damn about the music. Like I really don't. It's not a it's not a major loss to me. Um, like Shayna Baszler's was Shayna Baszler's music was a major loss in my opinion. Um, I haven't I haven't seen her since the music changed. <laughs> hey, I've not seen goes. her since the music changed. Um, but yeah, I, I I again I thought he looked good. There's clearly building as I as I said the the NXT to main roster pipeline feels so much more natural now that they're booking it seemingly with the writers from that show on NXT as well. So it 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 feels good. It's definitely good. So I I agree. I agree. Ziggler and Rude versus Champa and Breaker on NXT uh, this week. Finally. Hey, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, sorry, sorry. What? What? Oh, God, Miz. Yo, the Miz had a great promo last night. Did you listen to him? I did, but he says the same shit over and over again. But it, it, it's the way that he worded it this time. He was like, yo, I know I've been getting cheered. Oh, y'all people respect me now. And then that's where the booze came in. I was like, oh, you flipped it on niggas. Ah. He said, I think I heard some cheers. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Ohio said, no, you didn't, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And he flipped it on him. I was like, yo, look at Miz coming with it. First of all, he barring up both Ray Mysterio. And he was like, yo, y'all the same shit. Like, I'm with him. And I'm here flexing with the young niggas. <laughs> all right <laughs> hey boot boot meals off the show please this is man him and miss miss and logan paul doing the gritty on on tiktok <laughs> like, oh my god yeah i i can't <laughs> dominique takes wild unnecessary losses in these matches though how are you losing to you the don't hurt take unnecessarily losses my man is <laughs> trash um <laughs> Bruh, like he need to go every time I look at him, I'm like, yo, you need to go to the performance center. So they get you right. Trust me, they gonna get you right. Man got no muscle mass and everyone in NXT up there pushing iron, bro. And they gotta watch this 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 lanky ass, big ass kid jumping around on Monday Night Raw. I'm like, yo, I had to take they told me I couldn't eat this anymore down in NXT. And I could never eat it again. And I see yeah. Dominic out here. He had a good promo. I thought he had a good promo. He sounded no, he more natural. Good, yeah, he definitely did. But he mm-hmm. need to go down to NXT. You he need to figure it out. Like you need to. We need to get it together. Shape it up. Come on, stand I up. Like he, I feel like <laughs> I feel like he's getting better promos, and Ray is just kind of lost out there sometimes. Because I thought Ray was one of the better promos of like what was it 2020, 2021? Like, like I thought he. I was like, when did Ray learn how to talk like this? Like he was like killing shit, and now he's just kind of like I feel like it's like way too scripted. And I feel like he's getting lost in it. I feel like he but doesn't he, want his kid to take all the attention. He don't even want the attention. You know, like, yo, just bar him up. Come on. Yeah. Finally, last segment. Edge, AJ Styles. We knew it was AJ Styles. Comes out. Yeah. Edge says, I want the bulldog. And I said, oh, man. He, I was, when he said the bulldog, I was like, oh, he's being patronizing. Because that's what, yeah. they, called, that's what they called AJ when he first debuted in WWE. And everyone hated it. And I think he even said that, like, no, he didn't say he didn't hate it, but like he he said like he understood why people hated it. But I was like, oh no, is Edge gonna do the thing? And Edge did the thing. 
I hate when they were like, yo, give me the old person back. I'm like, yo, bro, he ain't been here that long. <laughs> I, I was like, yo, give me that old nigga back. Like, imagine saying that to, like, fucking Becky. I want that old last kicker back. I want the old jittery Irish jigging bitch that you were before. Like, yeah, hey, all right. <laughs> but- I want the old edge back. I want metalingus. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> who cares? He attacks AJ, gives him a really good beatdown. AJ tries to return the favor with the phenomenal forearm. Uh, Edge dodges it, kicks him in the nuts. And I said, oh, this is boy Edge Green. Beats on him some more. But then the facials, the emotions, Edge looking at, looking up, looking like he's going to cry. And then basically, it's almost like he was saying, you know, I, I can't be this guy anymore. I have to be this guy now. And then gives him the concerto. Really good stuff here. It, looks, it seems to me that they did this uh, concerto thing to keep AJ and Edge off the show because they probably have a lot of shit planned. So I would expect to not see these guys again until maybe the, the 21st of March. <laughs> yeah, give them a couple of weeks. Let's have Edge. You cut a little promos, cut some from his house, put a video package together. Some mm-hmm. We have AJ as a star returning of the rather. Uh, get some play on Edge and, you know, be back in business. Night one or night two? Uh, night one or night two? Night two. Night two two. seems to be like the wrestling show. Night one seems to be like the spectacle and the women's show. Like, there's the Becky and Charlotte are defending on that night. Logan Paul and Rey Mysterio are on that night. We now know that Roman and Brock are going to be the main eventing night two. That seems to be like the Wrestle Wrestle show. Because, like, the, the thing that was funny to me last year was that the cards weren't balanced. Night one was by and large better than night two. Right. Like, you, you probably don't even remember what happened in night two other than the main event. <laughs> no, I don't. Exactly. Asuka and Rhea were night two, I believe. Like, that, that that's what happened then. And then there was, uh, I believe... Well, they even Shane, had, Shane and Braun. What, was, what night was that? Night two? Hold on. Let, let's see. WrestleMania 37. I really don't remember. I remember everything from night one. Not so much night two. I think um, Big E was night one or night two. Big E was night two, <laughs> sir. Uh, Natty and Tamina, Bobby and, and Drew were night one. Cesaro Seth were night one. Agent Almost versus New Day was night one. Braun and Shane was night one. Bad Bunny was night one. And then you had Bianca and Sasha. Kevin Owens and Sammy with Logan Paul. Damn, he's that's crazy. I forgot he was here last year, too. Um, you had Rhea and Oscar, you had Apollo and Big E and Sheamus and Riddle. But 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 again, night two was the wrestling wrestling show. It was a bunch of wrestling ass niggas on that show. Facts. Big so fact. it looks like it looks like they're gonna do that again. Night one is a spectacle, is that's the Saturday show. That's the one where everyone's gonna have eyes on it. So yeah. You think and we're gonna Saturday. have uh, and yeah, and it's Saturday. Like you you know, you got you got you gotta big up for it. So I th- I think agents and and um Edge should open night two and they should go crazy with it. I, I cannot wait to see that match. You don't need to sell me on it, so you don't got to put them on there every night. So the match is official. This card is within the last week and a half, two weeks, it's shaped up. It's really shaped up. So there it is. And that is this week in wrestling. So next week, Mills will not be here. I'm going to find a suitable, suitable jousting partner for uh, these wrestling takes. And we're going to we're going to do some fun stuff next week. So Mills, we'll, we'll see you in two weeks. I won't be here, but we'll see. They'll see you in two weeks. We're going to have fun in two weeks. Oh, God. All right. So for meals, 
I am Justin. Make sure you follow uh, the HORNC uh, on Twitter. We got a lot of content coming on social. Obviously, follow us and subscribe to our Patreon as well because we got a lot of content coming, including Spot Caller, St. Valentine's Day Massacre, as well as the season finale of Legendary Run. You got uh, 99 patrons again. Now, if, you're, if your fiance wants to become a patron, oh man, she would, she would. All right, you know what? Let me just. Right, I'll talk to her tonight. I'll talk to her tonight. So, for meals, I am Justin. Uh, We will see you guys, or I'll see you guys next week uh, on the A-Show. Peace.